Hello and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We're your weekly nostalgia podcast chronicling the years 1990 through 1999. We're your hosts. My name is Chris Elphick. And I'm Connor Thompson. Today, it's the beginning of July. We're oh, in a whole yeah. new month and a whole new year. This week, we'll be covering 1997. Shall we start it off with July 1st? Absolutely. July 1st, the United Kingdom handed sovereignty of Hong Kong to the People's Republic of China. I remember that. I considered myself an Englishman up until this point. Yeah. Also on this date, our great nation of Canada turned 130 years old, and it didn't even look a day over. Fuck this joke. It's done now. It has jumped the shark. I think it um, has. In almost as important news as the the China one. No, no, not Canada. Come on. Star Fox 64 came out today in North America. Some sources say June 30th, others say July 1st. We're going with July 1st. Yeah. I love Star Fox 64. Star Fox 64 is one of the best titles for the N64. Agreed. Without without a doubt. It's up there with GoldenEye. I guess Mario 64 might get a pass just because it's the like launch title. Yep. But it had different Smash Brothers. Yep. There were different paths you could go down. There were secret parts of the level there were alternate endings depending on how you did just all the quotables oh, very quotable games to get through do a barrel roll slippy get back here and so on and so forth <laughs> oh oh i still one more yeah last two one more. two more okay two more ozfest 97 ended on a fitting note with marilyn manson and black sabbath closing it out also the nevada athletic commission suspended mike tyson for biting a vander holyfield in the ear i didn't realize this was so late in the 90s oh, i yeah. thought it was earlier but no wow, how about that because like it's just so ingrained in pop culture july 1st was a busy day busy day uh moving on to july 2nd though a montana court voided a 24 year old ban on homosexual sex concluding that the government has no business meddling in the sexual activity of consenting adults damn right montana uh, that's all i have to say about that like, yep yeah also the u.s began a round of underground nuclear weapons related tests in nevada really they're still doing that in 97 they're probably still doing it right now i thought that was like a 50s thing 97 how about that <laughs> July 3rd, Lionsgate Entertainment Corporation was formed in Vancouver, BC. Its headquarters were later moved to Santa Monica, California. Of course. You thieves, Americans, you're thieves. We also found an article titled, Women Earn High Marks on a Web Test. Results of a worldwide web navigation test released yesterday by the MCI Communications Corporation and the Education Testing Service indicated that older women could find their way around the web better than young men could. Quote, the actual variation in scores is rather small, said Vint Cerf. I think it's Vint Cerf. Vint he's, Cerf? Pro- he's still a pretty prominent dude, but okay. I don't know how to say his name. Okay. Vint Cerf, a senior vice president of internet architecture and engineering for MCI. What is significant is that the 60-year-old women can keep up with the younger guys and cool. it, it still holds true today i get so mad when people come and say i don't know how to use a computer this article proves that older people can use computers you just have to approach it with an open heart and an open mind i don't know where i was going with that that's okay let's move on to july 4th america turned something happy birthday happy birthday america also today nasa's pathfinder space probe lands on the surface of mars how cool is that oh this was the best it's just i don't know it was another step forward for humanity and also without pathfinder how else would Matt Damon have found been able to reestablish communication with Earth? Incredible. I remember watching a video around this time featuring David Suzuki predicting that man would walk on Mars around 2015 and that <sighs> the astronaut who would do so was in elementary school. He was talking about me. It didn't happen. It didn't. No. I'm sorry. So blame is 
Squarely on me. God damn it, Connor. Also today in Mexico, it was reported that Amando Carrillo Fuentes, 41, Mexico's reputed top drug trafficker died following extensive plastic surgery. Yeah. That's not how I expected a uh, a drug lord to go out. Keep going. Uh, his operations were centered in Juarez across the border from El Paso. He was called Lord of the Skies. That's a cool name. Right. For using passenger jets for bringing in cocaine from Colombia. It was later reported that his death was an inside job arranged because a massive manhunt for him had become a liability to his cartel's business. That's cool. Yeah, I think death by plastic surgery is... That's a wonderful lie. Best lie of all time. Yeah, that is super cool. All right, July 5th. The first Lilith Fair tour kicks off at the George Amphitheater in George Washington. Founded by Canadian musician Sarah McLaughlin, it consisted solely of female solo artists and female-led bands. In its initial three years, Lilith Fair raised over $10 million for charity. Artists playing included Sarah McLaughlin, Cheryl Crow, Jewel, Suzanne Vega, Fiona Apple, The Cardigans, Sean Colvin, Meredith Brooks, Natalie Merchant, Dido. Dido, yeah, Dido was on Pat, one of the smaller stages. Yeah, nice. Pat yeah. Benatar and tons more. I would have really liked to have hit this up had I not been nine. That'll, I think it would have been cool. That'll put a hitch in your travel plans. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't, I didn't care about any of this when I was nine. I was uh, the only, the only female act I cared about when I was nine was probably the Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Legit. And I still care about them. We found another story on this date uh, titled Roswell hosts believers in Great Crash of 47. Tourists and true believers turned out in the hundreds Friday for a service at a remote desert ranch to remember what some say was a UFO crash hushed up by the military 50 years ago. That's super cool. Some UFO buffs say the crash took place on what is now the Corn Ranch, where a plaque unveiled Friday said, quote, We don't know who they were. We don't know why they came. We only know they changed our view of the universe. That That's almost cool. sounds like a Carl Sagan quote. It kind of does, right? yeah. That's super cool. Though. I would love, I would love to make like a pilgrimage to Nevada someday just to check that stuff out. I, there's a lot of like hokey alien stuff around there, I think, and it just seems like a lot of fun. Agreed. Let's move on to the sixth of July. Vancouver tests a customs bypass. This is an article. Um, the United States and Canada have agreed to test a one-year program at the Vancouver International Airport. American and other non-Canadian passengers traveling to the U.S. through Vancouver will be allowed to buy bypass Canadian customs. Before this, international travelers traveling through Canada on their way to the U.S. had to go through customs and immigration for both countries. So you just have a slight layover in Vancouver. You're going to Seattle. Just needless. It sucks. You have to go through customs twice. Yeah. Kind of like in um, Catch Me If You Can uh, yeah. with the guy with the, the guy trying to get the medicine for his dad. Mm -hmm. He had to go through customs twice and it ended up almost screwing him until Tom Hanks saved the day. As he always does. Moving on. July 7th. To close out the week the yo-yo is on the upswing the yo-yo is like disco both keep coming back again and again is that how disco works i don't know it's been what 40 years and i don't exactly think it's come back i mean not the so much sister sisters were a little disco -y, right? bell bottoms in the mid 90s were a thing okay um there seems to be a yo-yo craze going on says sarah laden who works at a game a lot toy store we've been told that you can't get a yo-yo anywhere because they're so popular i do remember yo-yos coming back around this time i had a fast eddie but no one liked that uh duncan's were the thing i don't know what kind of yo-yo i had i think i just had like a cheap yo-yo like a dollar store one then i had one that like lit up when you sleep it or yep. whatever i do remember I the yo-yo comeback though. i was never that good at it no i wasn't like, either anyway that's it for the week uh, the week overall you've got some stuff right yeah week overall just one we're cheating a little bit two days later on july 9th 1997 gil emilio was ousted as ceo of apple by the board of directors after overseeing a 12-year record low stock price and crippling financial losses oh yeah 
Steve Jobs stepped in as the CEO to begin a critical restructuring of the company's product line. Not quite this week, but close and important enough to mention. Yeah, I think we'll go into more detail about it oh, at, definitely. at some point because this was a huge deal. I mean, at the time, no one really knew. This is what kept Apple alive. This brought Apple back to life. That and he also got a, something like a $130 million investment from Microsoft. From Microsoft, yeah. Yeah, but then in 2001, the iPod and everything... Not exactly 90s stuff, but holy shit, he he brought that company back from the dead. All right, let's move on to movies and music. Starting at the box office this week at number one, and rightfully so, Men in Black. Oh, yes. Right? So good. I love Men in Black. And this is week so number much. one, too. Yeah. and 51 million. Jesus, that is good. Yeah. That intense. is good for the time, at least, when movie tickets were like five bucks, probably. Yep. Classic, classic that. 90s movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving down the list, we have Face Off, Hercules, nice, featuring nice. Michael Bolton. Friend, uh, Michael B. with that great song. Yeah, I can go the distance. He can go the distance. Every single time. You know what couldn't quite go the distance, though? My Best Friend's Wedding at number four. Zing! Uh, we have Batman and Robin on the list. Awful. We have The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Speed 2, Cruise Control. Oh, Speed 2. Oh, not Keanu's Finest. But it's Speed 2. I know. Yeah, no, it's not good. Um, the only other... Okay. Oh, Liar Liar. Yeah, Liar Liar was Love the... Li- I'm kicking my ass. <laughs> Such a good movie quote. Yeah. And to round it out, right at the bottom of the list, we have The Fifth Element. Good thing to end on. I love The Fifth Element. Great, great one, I think it's probably aged to be one of, like, a really classic sci-fi movie i think, I think so. it's been lo- i think it's been long enough we can oh, say yeah. that right I, yeah i think so yeah like lilu cosplays everywhere. oh yeah they're everywhere and just multi-pass multi-pass mm-hmm. all right He's moving on to the billboard top 100 in the top spot i'm ambivalent toward this song ambivalent yeah. all right that's moving up i'll be missing you by then known as puff daddy i liked this song back then i also didn't know that it was would you call it a cover or a sample I don't know. Somewhere in Something between. In there, it's, yeah. right, it's right on the edge between a cover and a sample. Oh, fun note about this song that I actually forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. Puff Daddy never got permission from Sting to do this. I remember hearing So all that. the royalties from this song have been going to Sting, <laughs> which sucks so bad for Puffy. I Sean think Combs, he, uh, P. Diddy. I think Diddy. he's doing okay. Still, though, this song made a shitload of money. Oh, yeah. Still it was, does. I remember, like, I remember it being played all the time in 97. Like, oh, you yeah. couldn't turn on a radio without hearing it, like, once every 45 minutes. Moving Speaking down, of, another song you couldn't really go without hearing. How do you feel about this? Mbop? Not yeah. good. Hanson is one of the only boy bands that I haven't really grown some kind of affection for. Never liked them. Um, you know, like, I definitely like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. I'm pretty indifferent when it comes to Hanson. Number three. Do you at least like number three? I do. Okay, it's a good. very good song. Yes. Bitch by Meredith Brooks. I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I'm a child, I'm a mother. I, this is a really classic song. I actually listened to Well, I listened to this when I was listening to like Lilith Fair music because of that article. At four, we have Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. Not I don't remember great. this. I listened to it. It's nothing. They're not talking about Macklemore, I assume. They're not. And at number five, we have Look Into My Eyes from the Batman Forever soundtrack. <laughs> Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, wow. That's okay. Number six is one you're familiar with. Say You'll Be There by the Spice Girls. I love it. It's uh, Standing Still at number six. Uh, It's a good song. It's not one of my favorite Spice Girls songs. It's like saying like, oh, that's not one of my favorite pizza places. Let's move on to number 13. Maybe maybe the most important song on the list. Oh, wow. You're saying that. Um, It's important, not 
good. I'm saying it's fantastic. Quit playing games with my heart by the Backstreet Boys. This is their first big North American hit. I think so. Yeah, Backstreet's Back was around somewhere, but it didn't really make sense because where were they coming back from? Europe. Yeah. I know that now, but at the time, I'm like, who are these guys? I hated the Backstreet Boys. Me too. The only difference is I've warmed up to them. I love them. I would probably see them if they played somewhere around here. I would not. For You I Will by Monica from Space Jam. Ooh, 17, Semi-Charmed Life. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, We've discussed that before. I'm really excited to see that soon. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, Moving down the list... Oh, let's finish at number 32. What do we have there? ESPN presents The Jock Jam. What the hell is that? Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! I didn't know the name of that because I wouldn't have to know the name of it back then, but oh my god! Yeah. That is iconic. I'm, I actually feel bad that I didn't know that. And I that think a perfect note to end I on. I think that's where we end it. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. So we're going to move All on right. to what? Where were they then now? Yes. All right. So long before old school and dodgeball, Vince Vaughn was introduced, I would think, to mainstream movie audiences as Nick Van Owen in 1997's The Lost World Jurassic Park. Steven Spielberg cast Vaughn based off his leading role in 96's Swingers, but that was an independent film, and I bet it was Jurassic Flippin' Park that really set him on the career path to superstardom. Probably. Was this the one where they bring the little girl to the island? This was the one where they brought the dinosaurs back from the island. Oh god, neither of those seemed like a good idea. They're not. Let's move on to 90s news now. Do you remember a couple weeks ago when we talked about Brendan Fraser? How could I forget? Now, I found this online the other day. Most of you are probably familiar with the uh, news site Reddit. There is a subreddit called Save Brendan, dedicated to bringing back the stardom of Brendan Fraser. This is amazing. These people are doing God's work. Yeah, there's uh, actually only upwards of 2,000 subscribers to it. But you know what? That's enough. I'm sure more people are going to subscribe because... This is, this is something I can get behind. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to read part of the description of this subreddit. It is very strange. I propose that 2015 crossed out, 2016 be the year in which we officially redeem ourselves for not being able to help Robin Williams in his hour of need. Oh god, that's sad. That is sad. But we should focus our combined efforts as master meme mongers into unfucking Brendan's shit up once and for all. Hashtag unfuck Brendan's shit. That's a cause I can rally behind. Pretty cringy sounding, though. It is pretty cringy sounding, but their heart is in the right place. Agreed. Yeah, I would love nothing more than Brendan Fraser to make a meteoric rise back into superstardom where he belongs. Moving on. This week on Thankfully Not 90s, we actually had a tough time coming up with something because last week we did truck nuts. We pretty much started with the gold medal. There's mm-hmm. nothing worse than truck nuts. However, this is pretty bad. We're pulling close. This week on Thankfully Not 90s, we bring you flat earthers. That's right. The people who believe that the earth is flat. Legitimately. There were probably a few in the 90s. But they but couldn't communicate with many, each other. Yeah. This wasn't the kind of thing you said in public, so you didn't know that other people had the same stupid idea you did until the internet came around. Exactly. And yes, the internet was around in the 90s, but if you believe the earth is flat, you didn't know how to use the internet in the 90s. There is an unfortunately Ontario local oh, news story man, that comes no. from this, so I'm going to read at least part of this story. Police and firefighters called in after flat earth debate 
turns heated. A family argument over whether the earth is flat or round became so heated that one of the participants threw a propane cylinder onto a campfire, prompting an intervention by firefighters. The dispute over a question most considered resolved centuries ago boiled over around 10.30pm Monday at St. Lawrence Park in Brockville, Ontario. Police say a 56-year-old Brockville man was at a campsite with his son and his son's girlfriend when the woman began insisting that the earth is flat. The older man insisted the earth is round. It's not clear if anyone at the campfire put forth the argument that the Earth's equatorial bulge makes it not perfectly round, but instead a shape known as an oblate spheroid. (laughs) Nevertheless, police said the man became so enraged he began throwing objects onto the campfire, including a propane cylinder. Brockville firefighters were called to put out the campfire. By the time police arrived the scene, the man had left. Brockville police are looking for the man and say they expect to charge him with mischief. I love the CBC's writing in this article. It's so smarmy. Resolved centuries ago, oblate spheroid. That's it's great. I I also just feel so bad that the guy who wasn't the flat earther is the one who freaked out and threw the propane tank. He had like the truth on his side, yet he still felt the need to go berserk. All right, let's move on to the '90s spotlight. Yeah, this week this is something I think that is unique to the '90s. It's something that sprang up in the '90s, flourished, and then kind of kind of faded. Yeah, Yeah, fizzled. We're talking about traveling music festivals, as we mentioned this week. Ozfest had just concluded. Lilith Fair. Lilith Fair had just begun. Also, things like Lollapalooza and the Warp Tour were Oof. going on. Very 90s. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's go see some 41 of the Warp Tour. Oh, man. Some 41's playing Warp Tour this year. I know. That's why I said it. I know, but they're not coming to Canada at all. Shameful. It is. We're going to go through and give a little background of each one of these. Do you want to do Ozfest? Sure. Ozfest was formed in 96 by the Osbournes after Ozzy was rejected by Lollapalooza. Yeah. So the focus of Ozfest is heavy metal and hard rock. It actually managed to survive longer than most of the festivals that we're going to list, probably due to its more niche focus. Uh, It went until 2008, which is a pretty good run. It currently exists as a stationary festival, so not quite the same thing, but alive in spirit at the very least. In 2013, and 2015, it's taking place in Chiba, Japan. Uh, this year, it's returned to the U.S. and combined with something called Knotfest. Okay, Lollapalooza. This is the one that probably everyone knows about. It was created in 1991 by Jane's Addiction uh, singer Perry Farrell as a farewell tour for his band. And it obviously expanded well beyond that and ran annually only until 97. It had a focus on alternative rock music with bands like Red Hot Chili Peppers, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Rage Against the Machine, Smashing Pumpkins, Beastie Boys, Green Day, tons others. In 1996, Metallica was added as a headliner. A lot of fans saw this addition as contrary to the festival's prior practice of non-mainstream artists being featured, and uh, described the crowds being attracted by Metallica as singularly focused on the headliner without respect for the other performing artists. This really didn't resonate well with a lot of the crowd. The festival failed to find a suitable headliner in 98 and cancelled. Tried to make a comeback in 2003, went okay, but it didn't really hold on too well and 2004's Lollapalooza was cancelled. Since then, it's been brought back as get this a stationary festival in 2006 and has been going strong in uh, Chicago alright I'll do the next couple quick so the first one we've already talked about Lilith Fair so as we mentioned it originally ran in 97 98 and 99 they tried for a revival in 2010 uh, but cancelled due to poor ticket sales they they did some of their dates so the other one we mentioned Warp Tour started in 95 as an alt slash punk rock festival and it's the only one that still exists somewhat in its original form it's a traveling festival with punk pop punk 
alt rock, that sort of fringe rock and roll. Well, like some 41. And I think it probably managed to hold on simply because like some of these other festivals, it has a focus on not huge acts. Yep. There's obviously a few headliners like some 41's probably still pretty big and they've had Blink 182 and other huge bands, but there's a lot of lesser known bands trying like sort of just getting onto their feet and I think the alternative community and punk rock community is really into stuff like that. So that yep. probably helped sort of keep it going all these years. Let's Let's speculate what happened here. Yes. Because I have some Wild ideas. speculation. And you time. do too. Mm-hmm. All right, you go first. All right. I think that there was a shift in music towards the end of the 90s uh, where, you know, our alternative music and grunge and that kind of stuff were really popular in the first half of the 90s with like Nirvana and all the bands we just mentioned. Towards the end of the decade, larger and more popular music sort of behemoths started dominating the music scene, like the boy bands and bur- girl bands, Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, Spice Girls, these huge artists that can sell out entire stadiums without any effort on worldwide tours really just started dominating the scene and when you're spending your money on that then you're maybe not spending your money on something like Lollapalooza I see it as just more of a logistics issue yeah finding well you you've seen the difficulty in getting music festivals going like we're going to way home there were issues putting all that together yeah yeah and like Bonnaroo has issues every year Lollapalooza has issues every year that's true zoning and and traffic but now imagine trying to do that over and over across North America. It mm-hmm. must be a nightmare. That's probably why these things died off, just due to complexity. And that is possible, yeah, that they just couldn't keep afloat. Well, I think these days we've got all the newer music festivals, which are pretty much all stationary, with yep. the exception of, like, Warp Tour. Mm-hmm. And then you'll still have the three, four bands touring around. Like, you know, that has been going on forever. Yep. So like we'd already mentioned, Coachella and Bonnaroo established themselves in the early 2000s as destination festivals, drawing in people from all over the world, ourselves included. Oh, yeah. These days, you can find a large music festival in a short drive from almost any major city in North America. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to the 90s. This week's sponsor is begrudgingly <laughs> a sponsor that we discussed last week, jokingly, but has somehow made it back onto the list. This we're week's gonna... podcast is brought to you by fucking Beans. We're going to do Beans. We're talking about 90s Beans. beans. Oh, they sucked. Uh, Connor was, you were completely against this. I still am. No, I'm on board. Okay, we're talking about Beans in the 90s. Do you remember Beans in the 90s as being a distinctly kind of different thing? I remember them being kind of fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. Exactly. Yeah. I remember it being this thing that you eat and it just, you know, goes right through you. Every camping movie shows like some poor kid eating beans with like the lid that he didn't quite pop off. So it's sticking up out of the can. They're bubbling, they're boiling, and they're gross. gross. The thing that comes to mind is Dennis the Menace. Yes. So after he gets kidnapped by, uh, by Christopher Lloyd, mm-hmm. You know, he's like tied up really poorly under the bridge. He's got the little hobo fire going and he's got the beans on it. They're bubbling over. They look gross. Dennis is grossed out by them. And that, I think, just set me off beans for a while. For me, beans in the 90s were gross. I realize we are grasping at straws here, but just go with me with this. Beans now are so much cooler. You put them in your burritos. You can make some hummus with some chickpeas. I made some hummus yesterday. I love love it. Chickpeas, aka garbanzo beans, uh, kidney beans and chili. I liked beans the whole time. I never understood why beans had a bad rap. But I did. I was, see, I was victim to that big global conspiracy. No, beans and wieners. 
delicious. no beans. I don't know. Beans and wieners still gross me out. Oh, I, love I it. can't do it. But refried beans, love that shit. Bean dip, I can get on board with that. I just talked about hummus. I am sure there are a dozen more ways you could prepare beans that are going to be awesome. And, you know, let's just leave it at that. People in the 90s hated beans. That's what <laughs> we're trying to say. unsubstantiated. Unsubstantiated statement. Everyone in the 90s hated beans. Believe it. Go with us. And if you, you have an opinion on beans, let us know. We're taking this to social media. Hashtag 90s beans. Look out for it. 90s beans. 90s beans. All right. Let's close this bitch out. Uh, I'm going to give the wheel a spin, which we now have again because we are indoors. Yes. Uh, While you're doing that, you can find us online at Stuck in the 90s Podcast on Facebook, uh, stuckinthe90spodcast.com. I think you all know this by now. If it's your first time listening, welcome to the podcast. Hit us up on social media. Send us a tweet at SIT90s90S. If you have $10 and you want to tell many people about something maybe it's something of yours maybe it's a friend's business maybe you're soliciting medical advice from non-medical professionals Ooh, i like that we'll tweet it whatever it is you got yeah. a weird mole we'll tweet that thing out for ten dollars we are easily offering... as qualified as dr right? van nostrin absolutely for ten dollars we are offering you a 15 to 30 second spot on the show we'll plug your wares and probably talk about it a little bit after that too very exciting we are you... juilliard trained physicians not true i don't think Ju- Juilliard, does Juilliard have no a medical program? No, but that's, I mean, that's what Dr. Van Ostrom says. I, that's true. Yeah, and I knew <laughs> I'm a just, Juilliard. I was just refuting it right away. Okay. <laughs> I like how on board you are with that. Unsolicited yep. medical advice, anything. Yeah. You know, regular advice. We'll give you regular advice too. Don't expect anything good though. No. All Let's right. Talk about beans. You want to talk about beans? While I spin the wheel, you figure out what the days are All for right. the podcast. Eight. Oh, shit. That was a bad spin. Bad start. I think it's Oh, no, I broke it. Oh my god. Alright. Okay, you got it this time? Okay, there you go. 8th to the 14th? 1994, which is actually what I was gonna say. Yeah? We didn't even have to lie to all the listeners this time. Alright, great. That's nice. Listeners, the truth is out there. The podcast is now over. Beans.